This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Factor. If you want to eat better this year and are looking for fast, healthy, restaurant-quality meals that are ready to eat and easy on your budget, Factor is the perfect solution. Sign and save right now by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV 50 and use code talk TV 50 to get 50% off your order. That's code talk TV 50 at factormeals.com forward slash talk TV 50 to get 50% off. Hi, this is Howard Gordon and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. Always happy to welcome back Lee Goldberg, Lee Goldberg, New York Times best-selling novelist and Edgar Award-nominated writer and producer of such popular TV shows as Diagnosis Murder, Monk, Psych, Hunter, Nero Wolf, Sliders, and Spencer for Hire. Lee's latest crime novel, Malibu Burning, is about an arson investigation that is based on the devastating Woolsey fire that scorched the hills of Malibu, California in November 2018. Malibu Burning, available now, bookstores, and wherever else books are sold. Lee Goldberg, welcome back to our program. It's great to be here. Um, I understand this book is a change of pace for you in a couple of ways. For one, I understand normally you start with getting your characters down first, and then you figure out the plot. But with Malibu Burning, you took the opposite approach. Yes, and, and I should correct one thing. This book is not based on the Woolsey fire. Um, I wrote a book several years ago called Lost Hills that ended with a massive wildfire in the Santa Monica Mountains. And as I was editing the galleys of that book, an actual massive wildfire <laughs> broke out in the Santa Monica Mountains, and I had to evacuate from my home and stay with my family out in Santa Clarita because flames were coming right up to my back fence. And it was interesting because stuff I described in my book, I was actually seeing on TV and realizing, hey, I, I got that right. <laughs> so um, so I I'd written about a massive fire before. Okay. And um, I've been writing these. You know, then Lost Hills was the first book in my Eve Ronan series of police procedurals, which have been very, very um, successful. And I've done, I think I just finished the sixth Eve Ronan novel. But before that, I've done a lot of big uh, action-adventure novels, international thrillers, uh, a series of heist novels with, with Janet Ivanovich, and I was kind of itching to get back to that. It's not that I don't enjoy police procedurals, but I love the canvas that you have to play with in a, in a big heist uh, thriller. And I had this notion of using a massive wildfire to commit an extraordinary heist. And at first, I kind of set aside that idea because I'd already written about a massive wildfire. And then it occurred to me, why don't I make it the same wildfire? <laughs> just from a different perspective. I, I won't be repeating myself. I'll be doing the same fire. So I, I used the same fire that is at the end of Lost Hills um, for Malibu Burning. And, and Malibu Burning, yes, uh, the initial idea was for this heist. But I, I also had a, a, a practical thought, which is my readers now really expect police procedurals from me. Mm -hmm. So I need this to also be a police procedural. So how do I tell this big heist story and also police procedural? And, and so what I did was, in essence, it's two books in one. It's mm -hmm. this big story about an audacious heist with a clever, suave, smooth-talking um, bad guy. I put bad guy in quotation marks. But also the two relentless arson investigators who are looking at this fire and begin to believe there's more 
more going on than it than it seems, and are, are closing in on uh, the people committing this heist. And so it's a dual track thriller, and then it, it the two the two tracks connect, and it becomes something entirely different. And I think I hope anyway that that it surprises readers. Malibu Burning. Well, it's a, a thriller and a police procedural at the same time. It's a thriller and a police procedural at the same time, a dual-track novel, Malibu Burning, available wherever books are sold. Lee Goldberg, New York Times bestselling author on the line with us. Okay, so you have, you have two traditional heroes, and um, your antagonist would, I, I think he's, he's an anti-hero in the way anti-heroes have become very very popular both in novels and in television and that we follow their storyline almost as much as we do the storyline of Walker and Shirk, your arson investigators. And that's also a change of pace for you, but then not really, because you've written villains before. Yes. You know, I wrote five books with Janet Ivanovich about a international con man thief committing huge crimes to bring down other criminals. But, um, He's not, the, he's not the sweetest guy in the world either. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I've always loved you know, Simon Templer. You know, Roger Moore played Simon Templer in The Saint. And I've loved Remington Steele and the Thomas Crown Affair and Maverick, the, the old TV western, which I think you're slightly familiar with. And, <laughs> and I also loved Mission Impossible and those yeah. kinds of elaborate cons and heists. And I, I had done a lot of that, and I'd been away from it for a few years, and I just really wanted to get back to it. And I want wanted readers to root for both the bad guy and the cops and um, kind of be torn about how they felt about who should win, so to speak, and then try to subvert all those expectations and create something entirely different. And uh, it ended up being the first book in what is now a series. I've already written the second book, second Sharpen Walker novel, and I'm about to start writing the third. Did you intend this to be a series, or, that, or did that just come about because you, be, you, you became enamored and you saw the potential with your two arson investors, Sharp and Walker? It's neither of those things. Um, the book, before it even came out, the pre-orders were so huge that my publisher said, we have to have a sequel. Okay. <laughs> we have to ready when the first book comes out. So you know, uh, Malibu Burden came out uh, back on September 1st, and it was a huge success out of the gate. And uh, the pre-orders already for the sequel, Ashes Never Lie, which is coming out in September of 2024, have already been so strong that the publisher said, set aside the book you were planning to write, let's do a third, Sharpen Walker. So I'm sort of a victim of my own success. There are other books I was actually contracted to write and intending to write, but um, I'm going where the audience is demanding. They want more Sharpen Walker, so I'm giving them more Sharpen Walker. That's a nice problem to have, Lee. Lee Goldberg on the line with us. Lee Goldberg, two-time Edgar Award-nominated writer-producer and the New York Times bestselling author and the creator of the Eve Ronan uh, detective novel series. Lee's latest novel, Malibu Burning, is about a master con artist who sets off a massive fire in a wealthy Southern California community to cover up his real scheme, an Ocean Eleven-type heist, only to find himself pursued by relentless arson investigator Walter Sharp and his partner Andrew Walker. Malibu Burning, available now wherever books are sold. You can follow Lee Goldberg, LeeGoldberg.com, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Actors tell me, Lee, that when they play a bad guy or an anti-hero, they have to find something about that person that resonates with them as a human being 
you know, so that they can understand the mentality of what they do without necessarily approving of the heinous crimes that they do. Do you take the same approach when you wrote your antagonist, Danny Cole, or when you write villains in general? How do you approach that? Yes, I do approach it the same way. I think there need to be emotional stakes. I think only in cartoons and James Bond movies do you have villains who wake up in the morning and say, I'm evil. I'm to take over the world. In reality, bad guys don't see themselves as bad guys. They see themselves as the hero of their own story. And if you shift perspectives, they can be the hero of their own story. And they're human beings like the rest of us. They have people they love and people who love them. They have other desires besides taking over the world. <laughs> you know, they, they also go to the grocery store, and they, they have cats and dogs, and, and they have senses of humor. They have good days and bad days. They aren't just evil. They aren't just defined by the crime they are committing. And I think in the case of Danny Cole, yes, he's doing some terrible things, and he's putting some people in enormous danger. But he has an emotional reason for doing what he's doing. And he's not entirely bad. Um, you know, one of the things I enjoy, there's a, a show on, on, I can't remember which cable network it's on. Uh, it's called Tulsa King. Okay. It has you know, Sylvester Stallone as this mobster who ends up in Tulsa and starts a, a mob empire there. And he's a vicious, horrible sociopath, but he's also very polite and nice and courteous and doesn't try to hurt anybody who's not in the the mob world. You know, he, he doesn't set, and if he does hurt somebody, he, he tries to be kind about it and explain his reasons. You know, so he's a horrific person, a, 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 you know, a terrible killer, but he also has a polite, romantic, gentlemanly side that balances it. And I think that's important. You have to, if you're going to write these characters well, you have to like them to some degree, even if they do bad things. And even my heroic characters, my, my serious character, Eve Ronan, is far from perfect. She she's hypocritical and political and conniving, and, and but she doesn't see herself that way. And I think it's important to give characters flaws, that there is no such thing as a good guy or a bad guy. We're all a little bit of both or can tip in one direction or the other given the right motivation. And uh, I, I think that's what makes Danny Cole interesting. I think that that's what makes a lot of villains interesting. I mean, look at the TV show Dexter. The guy was a serial killer, mm-hmm. horrific serial killer, and yet we were rooting for him not to get caught. Yeah, or um, uh, more recently, uh, have, have, have you watched You on Netflix? I mean, it's, No, I have not. I know it's in like its fifth season or something. Yeah. Uh, where a serial killer is the... Uh, lead yeah i mean he's he's like a contemporary dexter he's not he doesn't have the forensic background that dexter does but he's sort of a he's sort he, he's sort of an ethical killer at least he starts off that way without giving am, too am much i confusing the show with another one isn't this also a show that used to have lots of sex but then the star said i don't want to have all this sex in the show so now he's like a yes sexless serial killer yes yes um i'm, I'm blanking on his so name why watch it yeah <laughs> That's a subject. I'll, I'll watch the seasons with the sex in it. There you go. Uh, I'll, I'll stop when he becomes a priest of, of killers. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Uh, that's that. Okay, that that is a subject for another conversation. Lee Goldberg on the line with us. Lee's latest novel, uh, Malibu Burning, available now wherever books are sold. You can follow Lee Goldberg. LeeGoldberg.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. 
One more item if you're like me and want to eat better this year. Our friends at Factor have more than 35 inexpensive, pre-prepared, ready-to-heat and ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, restaurant-quality, and dietitian approved meals that will make eating better every day fun and delicious and your weekly meal planning a whole lot easier with no prepping, no cooking, and no cleanup necessary. Check out that stuff by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk. TV50. If you go to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50, you'll find more than 35 different options a week to choose from that are ready to eat and, best of all, less expensive than takeout. Sign and save right now by going to factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50 and use code talk TV50 to get 50% off your order. Factormeals.com forward slash talk TV50. Use promo code talk TV50 to get 50% off your order. That's code TV 50 at factormeals.com forward slash TV 50 to get 50% off. Hello out there, this is Bo Svensson and you are listening to TV Confidential. You describe Walter Sharp, one of your heroes in the book, as a cross between Columbo and Walter Matthau. Is that something you came up with, or is that, is that something that came to you in the development of the character? It came to me in the development of the character. He's got all these folds on his face that, uh, his nickname is Sharpay, because he looks like one, and, and he has this kind of hangdog, droopy, weary face, and he knows it, and he uses that to his own uh, benefit. I mean, he knows how he's perceived, and people underestimate him. And in that way, he's like Columbo. Or another great model, in my mind, is Walter Matthau in The Taking of Pelham 123, mm-hmm. a classic movie from 50 years ago. And also The Laughing Policeman, another Walter Matthau movie. So Walter Matthau was very much in my mind as I was writing uh, Walter Sharp, which is, why, in fact, why I call him Walter. Um, I just thought he, he, he just got this this sort of dreary persona, you know, hunched shoulders, and people just assume... He's not that sharp, and sharp is very sharp. He, he sees the things nobody else does. He's the Sherlock Holmes of fire investigation. Um, and he, he hates firemen, which is another unusual side of his character. Yes, he's fighting arsons, but he sees firefighters in many ways as his biggest adversary, who just come in and wash away evidence, who don't always realize that the fire, rarely recognize the arsons that are right in front of them. And it really frustrates his, uh, his ability to, to solve crimes. He has to break rules just to get himself into a scene of a fire to identify the arson. I know that research is important to you. Research and authenticity are, is, are, are both very important to you, not just for Malibu Burning, but all of the crime novels that you write. Lee, was Walter Sharp based on any one particular investigator that you got to know, or is it a combination of, of different people? He's entirely fictional, but when I set out to write this book, I knew absolutely nothing about arson investigation. Nothing. I hated myself for coming up with this idea. <laughs> I had to go out and buy a ton of books on arson investigation, really, really expensive textbooks that they use to teach people how to be arson investigators. And I was buying these books, and one day I get a call from the publisher of of some of these books saying, "Um, are you writing a novel about arson investigation? And I said, yes. How did you know that? He said, well, all of our customers are firefighters or in law enforcement, (laughs) except for you. And they're all in one of our courses, except for you. So I looked you up. 
and saw what you're doing. And I said, are, are you, like, mad at me or something? No, 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 I want to help you. If there's anything we can do to help you, let us know. So I did. They put me in touch with a lot of arson investigators. But I also met an arson investigator with the ATF who has since retired at a, at a conference I was at, and uh, I called him up and got a lot of background as well. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, I came up with, and I don't want to give it away, but I came up with a method for committing arson in, in my book. What I thought was an inventive way of, of committing arson and not getting, being undetected, getting away with it. And I ran this idea past this ATF agent, and he goes, what? <laughs> why are you yelling at me? He says, because your idea could work. <laughs> and I said, do you want me to change it? He went, no, no, no. Now we have to do it. Do it? Yeah, we got to set some fires using your approach so that we'll know how to detect them if we can detect them if they ever happen. Yeah. You're actually going to go out and set fires using my idea? Yeah, yeah, we'll start tomorrow. <laughs> So it, it, out and they send a bunch of fires, not in the forest or anything, but they have like a, uh, a I guess, an experimental area. Yeah, controlled environment. Con- you know, yeah, controlled environment. Yeah, different textures and yeah. plants and stuff, and and they set fires using my method, and they filmed it. They they sent me the film, and then they um, tested what was left behind to see how detectable this method would be, and uh, it was great, and and. I said, are you sure you want me to change it? He says, no, no, no. I, I don't think your method of committing arson will be within the means of most people. But at least now, if it happens or, you know, something rings a bell, we can search for this. He says, this is one reason we like working with writers. You come up with stuff that would never, ever occur to us. We're essentially bureaucrats and scientists with badges. We're not that creative. This is really helpful. That's flatteringly. Hey, good. That's flattering. Yeah, but boy, he was mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Goldberg on the line with us. Lee Goldberg, two-time Edgar-nominated television writer, producer, New York Times best-selling author, and the author, co-author of more than 70 novels plus uh, several other nonfiction books. Lee Goldberg, also the creator of the Eve Ronan Detective Novel Series and the new Sharp and Walker Detective Novel Series, first Sharp and Walker Detective Novel, Malibu Burning, available wherever books are sold. Lee's going to stay with us for another segment. We hope you'll stay with us as we continue our conversation with Lee Goldberg here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. <laughs> 